Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. You're capable of a hell of a lot more than you give yourself credit for. Hey, I'm Donnie Bovine, the CEO and founder of Success Champions Networking and the author of Endless Streamer Referrals. This is Growth Mode, a podcast all about how to sell better, do better business development, and grow and scale your business. Hanging out with me, as always, is Kevin Snow, the sales and automation tactician and genius. And in this episode number 67, wow, we're getting a lot of episodes in, uh, we're talking all about uh, limiting beliefs and how you are way more capable than you currently give yourself credit for. So this will be a fun conversation about limiting beliefs, man. Um, you know, I had so many crazy things pop up in my life and over the years, but probably the biggest one that I didn't even know was a huge blockage for me was when I turned 40, uh, I realized that I'd spent my entire journey, dude, working for other people, making other people wealthy and, you know, basically living and building somebody else's dreams. And I wasn't betting on myself. I wasn't putting myself out there. And the crazy thing behind it is, you know, I didn't know things like you could start your own business. I didn't know this whole idea of being, a, you know, an entrepreneur. I didn't know that you could really build your own life. And it's not because I hadn't necessarily heard the things. My brain just didn't think about them in, in that regard. You know, I was a little bit old school or school where, you know, you've got a job, you worked with it for a lot of years. You stayed there. I think my longest career was seven years with one company. And, you know, that thought process of, you know, you got to work for somebody else. You've got to build somebody else's thing. You got to climb the corporate ladder type of stuff. You know, that, that was the belief system I had, but it's also the belief system that once I figured it out and recognized that I could bet on me and go a hell of a lot bigger, that really helped me break loose and start building this more badass lifestyle and is, is helped lead the company to where it is now and help us build all the things that we have now. 
And it's, it's amazing once you figure out what the limiting beliefs are and then you go straight at them, man, some cool things can, can happen. So Kevin, we're talking about you're capable of way more than you give yourself credit for. Talk to me, my friend. So I think the limiting beliefs, as I'm thinking about it, they get a lot of them get instilled in us as we're growing up from what we hear all the the adults in our life talk about. You know, I grew up in a small town and the expectations were, you know, you grow up there, you stay there, you farm, you do the, you know, and you just that's how the town perpetuates itself is people just stay there. And, you know, it's you grow up with this expectation, well, here's what my life's going to be. And you never challenge yourself that it can be something different. You know, I got out of college and I I was like, well, I'm moving to Minnesota. And everyone's like, you're moving out of the state? You're, you're not even just moving to another town. You're moving to another state. And I did, you know, a completely different path than everyone else in my town did. But, you know, and that's a big step for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people don't have the belief that they can even do that. And I think even getting past that big one of, hey, can I start a company? You know, once you get into having that business, you have a bunch of limiting beliefs that are flying at you at all the time. For like, sure. I I can't work with that big a client. You know, I can't I can't do stuff for Best Buy or I can't do stuff for a Fortune 500 business. You have these beliefs of what you're actually capable of. And now you're you're going back and forth between limiting beliefs and that imposter syndrome thing. So you're really getting kind of beat across the head from both directions. Yeah, I love I I think that's such a brilliant topic. So so when you work for somebody else, Right. Somebody says, hey, go handle this. There's not a whole lot of thought process that goes into, can I handle this? You know, what, how's this going to work? You just go do often. I mean, as an employees, we've all found ourselves in a, in a place where somebody asked us to do something above our pay grade and we figured it out. You know, I think that's happened to everybody. But there's less questioning of, well, you know, if they say, hey, manage this Fortune 500 client. Okay, you go manage this Fortune 500 client. But now once you become a business owner, right, there's nobody telling you to manage that Fortune 500 client. It's all on you. So now it gives this unique moment where you're creating these self-limiting beliefs that weren't there before. But they are now because they're put on, you know, stage and they're right in front of you. You're like, well, shit, if I do that, it looks like a lot of work. Well, if you work for somebody else, there wouldn't be, I can't handle that. It would be, let's just go get it done. So that's a lot of this, you know, imposter syndrome, a lot of the self-limiting beliefs, you know, things that come into play. But I think that's that's the 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 crux of all of this is we first have to understand specifically what are they? What are the beliefs that are actually holding you back? And I know for me, one of the ways that I've found them is they're usually covered up by some sort of massive fear. And so when I'm going to do something, the limiting beliefs will be the things that happen when I start going, oh shit, that's going to be X. So that's going to be hard. That's going to be tough. That's going to make be too much work. That's going to be whatever. There's a there's a fear, a phrase that goes along with it. 
And that's that limiting belief rearing its ugly head. And the funny thing is, is most times those limiting beliefs aren't even real things. They're just something we that fall out of the fucking sky and halt us in our tracks because we're we're not tackling them head on. So this isn't one that you have, but I think a lot of business owners, a lot of people have this as a limiting belief and that that fear of, and that's the the fear of failure. Mm. You know, Donnie and I in the success champions world look at failure a little bit different. We look at it as like, sweet, we failed. What did we learn that we can do better the next time? But I think for a lot of people, especially when it's, hey, what if, you know, I, I take this bigger, this take on this bigger client? What if I do this thing with my business? It's all right. What happens if it fails? And am I, and that that's the big fear. And they, people don't understand how to use that failure as an opportunity to actually grow and take that next big step with the business. Yeah, for sure. I, I think there's a lot there to where, you know, I think we often purposely put ourselves in situations knowing we're going to fail um, to figure out, you know, what we do. But I, but I mean, I think that's a lot of things is oftentimes you got to go into the unknown. So you can force yourself to to level up and do more and and try new things. Um, uh we're we're constantly inventing and and creating new programs, thought processes, and are pushing our own boundaries, if you will, um, because we're trying to work out, you know, how do we continue to scale, build, grow? And there's a lot of unknowns as we as we still figure, you know, what's the next level for us to go and the next things that we gotta go. And I think in understanding that if we're getting punched in the face, if things are breaking, if things are fucking up, it means we're doing a lot of the right things. We're going in the right directions because it's in figuring out how not to do it. You figure out how to do it most times with, with everything you try. And I think, you know, that we as a whole use excuses as a means to not do anything. We, we make these weird ass assumptions like, man, if I took on that client, it'd be so much fucking work and I don't have the team and I don't have the, the manpower, you know, or if, if we did this, it would lead to this. And then what the fuck would happen from there? And I think when we do that, we're trying to prove that that excuse that self-limiting belief is a real thing and and the truth of the matter is 90 percent of the time that big thing that scares the shit out of you that you don't think you can handle is the exact thing you should be fucking doing and it's going to propel and really push your business forward i i swear you literally just rehashed a conversation i had with one of my tech companies that I work with <laughs> because they're having this whole thing about selling more, increasing revenue, and they're all, you know, high C analytical types. So their first thought is, well, if we're going to do that, then we're going to need all these headcount for operations. And my question to them was, well, how do you know that? Go sell the stuff 
and stress your operations team and figure out actually what they can and can't do and what you actually need. Right now, you're just going off of guesstimates off of some website that says, you know, a, a tech can do X number of, of things a day. You don't actually know what your guys can do. So yeah, for sure. It, it's, you know, it's that overanalyzation that actually tends to bring up all the negative thoughts and all the, all the fears and the, those limiting beliefs of, well, we can't do that because we need to have these things. Well, no, just go do it and figure out actually what you need. And, and the, I even have to do that in my business with, all right, I'm just going to go sell a bunch of stuff and crap. Now I need to go find people to help me do this because yep. I figured out where my weaknesses are. And that's really the yep. benefit of, you know, of that change and in getting past those limiting beliefs is you actually figure out where you are strong and where you're not and where, you know, Hey, I need help with this stuff. I'm going to go find yeah. people who can do this and I can focus you know, on this part. Absolutely. I, I remember, I'll go back to my commercial printing days. Um, you know, oftentimes I, would be chastised for the type of work that I brought in and because we'd never done it before or was not, you know, necessarily a good fit for, for what we did. And when, when people would get pissed off inside the company of over some of the work I brought in, my answer was really, really simple. Do you like your paycheck? And, you know, internally they hated it when i said that but at the end of the day that's what it was my job was to go get it their job was to go figure it out and i can't tell you how many times i got pulled into an office and go donnie we need to sell this type of stuff yeah but watch his account it's going to be a half a million dollar freaking account you know and oftentimes it would be and you know but it works the same as an individual in you know Part of me, I had to go learn to sell the things that fit well inside of our print shop, which forced me to stretch because it meant that I had to get laser focused on particular types of companies and stuff, which was not my style. I, I liked a gunslinger. I'll just fucking sell to anybody that I can get my hands on. But, you know, uh, enforcing the company to level up, they also forced me to level up to sell to the right things. But, you know, when when you find yourself in cool situations of, you know, learning something new, I mean, go back to doing the Badass Business Summit, man. I mean, the first time we did that, we had no fucking clue what we were doing. And, you know, we had some technical difficulties. You know, we had, you know, some different things happened and break. But, you know, look at year two when we did it. It freaking was a hell of a lot better. You know, I'm excited for year three as we continue to move forward with it. But it's in the breaking all the things that we broke that we figured out how to make a lot of things work really, really, really well. You know, and I think for most people, man, I think their biggest struggle is, you know, they don't know what those beliefs are and how to, you know, figure out what they're stacked up against and what they're going to try and, and, and move towards. So that leads really well into our question of the week. So if you've been listening, you understand, you know that we do a question of the week from one of our members of the success champions networking chapters. And this week, our question is from Amy flores young uh, from flow. Amy Flo-Yo. Yeah. Amy Floyo, Floyo Travel. She's a member of the Badass Boston chapter. She asks, how do you bring your limiting beliefs to the open? I never think they are there and don't often recognize them myself. 
And I think you touched on this a little bit already, but I think we can dive a little bit deeper into it. I, I think if you're ever at that point where you are uncomfortable and you don't think something's going to work or that you don't think you can do something, you need to take that step back and say, all right, why do I think it's not going to work? And and because there's something in your head that's limiting your your ability to think big and think that, hey, this is a let's do this. This is going to be awesome. And I, I think that is going to be that trigger. And a lot of people don't understand that that is a uh, trigger is something that's limiting you from going bigger. They just think it's, oh, it's me being analytical and doing good due diligence. And it's not. Sometimes it might be, uh, but a lot of times it's just your the internal fear of like, oh, what happens if I do this? You know, when I started working with Donnie, doing his email stuff, he was my first loud, obnoxious person that I'd worked with. And <laughs> if you don't get that reference, listen to episode 66. Um, and I talk about the loud, obnoxious avatar. Uh, but there was that whole, like, I've never worked with this type of client before. Can I do this? Will it be successful? You know, what's going to happen? And it ended up opening up a whole new uh, whole new stream of revenue for me with other people that were in that same type of industry as Donnie was. And if I would have given into that whole idea of, well, I can't do this, you know, this isn't right for me, I would have missed out on this whole opportunity uh, and I would not be where I'm at today. For sure. You know, and I, I think that's a huge indicator of limiting beliefs. And I think it's, you know, oftentimes you can recognize the, the limiting beliefs by the statements and or questions that you use. Yep. So, you know, things like, why does this always happen to me? Right. There's a limiting belief, you know, in there. Why can't we get past this threshold? Right. There's a limiting belief there. Um, you know, why aren't we scaling faster? Why aren't we doing that? I mean, when you start looking and analyzing the things that you're questioning or the statements you're saying or the things you're putting out there, you're going to see that there's a limiting belief behind that. Um, and, you know, I've often found in myself that if I can recognize a limiting belief, I can go straight at it. When I mean, when I go straight at it, it means I can start working on it um, and I can start finding ways to not completely erase that limiting belief, but make it my bitch, if you will. So, you know, I just want to I, I picture a limiting belief like the white chalk outline of a baseball, you know, home plate, you know, the batter's box. They got the everybody sitting up there. And I think for me, it's the ability to you see most batters do is by the time that end of the games happen, that batter's box is almost completely disintegrated because the batters have kicked the dirt over the chalk and everything because they're trying to get an advantage when they swing and they don't want to, you know, they can set their own boundaries with the with the batter's box. It's the same thing with limiting beliefs. You've got to start kicking the dirt over, you know, these things and blurring the lines to push yourself forward. And, and some of the tricks that I use is, and I've talked about in the past, is one is I add a zero. So if, you know, you're thinking, oh, my God, we can only handle 10 clients a month, flip that to how would you handle 100, right? And it forces you to think in a different perspective. Or maybe it's, dude, we've only got five employees and they're driving me bonkers. Quit worrying about the five employees and start thinking about, fuck, how would you handle 50 employees? And that forced 
you know, bigger thinking will help push you past this. This, the other things that I'll do is try and do the thing that is limiting me back. So if it's, you know, we couldn't handle a fortune 500 type client, then it's okay. Let's go get a fortune 500 type client. Let's go straight at it and try and figure that thing out so we can do it. Or, you know, we'd have to hire so many more employees if we did this. Well, let's like Kevin said earlier, let's go do the thing. Let's go sell it and then figure out, you know, afterwards. So it's, it's like fear, man, on these self-limiting beliefs. You got to go straight at it and you got to do the thing to, to really understand where the hell they're coming from and then fix it by going straight through it. Yeah, I, I completely agree with the going straight at it thing you know the limiting beliefs in business are just like limiting beliefs in the rest of your world uh when i was younger i had a near drowning experience with a canoe at a summer camp so not a really big fan of deep water put me in a swimming pool where you know i know there's like walls in a bottom um i'm fine I, i i'll swim it was awesome put me in a lake yeah not so good i'm not a real big fan of being in of of being in a lake uh Good in a boat, not in the water. But to get commissioned, I had to do some different water agility, water skills. And I had to go through some different tests and I had to be able to do some things. So I had, if I wanted to get my gold bar as a lieutenant, I had to go figure out the swimming thing. And I had Mm. to figure out what I was going to do. And I had to get past that whole, I don't want to be in open water where my feet can't touch the bottom thing. Uh, and it was really just going right at it, you know, going in. I did, I did adult swim lessons. Who knew there were adult swim course classes? But there are. Um, and doing that, and I did that for months to get ready. So that when I went to my commissioning source, I could go, you know, do the, the water tests and do the water stuff and, and pass. But it's the same is true for business. When you have that limiting fear, you just need to go at it and figure out, all right, how do I, how do I make this not a big, scary thing? What do I need to do to overcome this? And then do it. You know, the more you think about it, the bigger that fear is going to get. For sure. You know, that made me think of uh, what happened over Thanksgiving is somebody broke out of football, like you do a lot of time to get a family together. And we're throwing a football and my one middle niece, love her to death, but she's one of those overthinkers, man. I mean, she's going to overanalyze fucking everything. And I was watching and everybody was trying to teach her how to throw the football. And she, and and so she was trying to put her fingers in the right spot. She was trying to throw this ball so it spiral. And most times when she threw the fucking ball, this thing just went end over end, right? Like just a totally clumsiest freaking, you know, throw you ever saw. And I stayed back. I was letting her dad coach her. I was letting her uncle coach her, you know, and just let everybody do a thing. And finally, her dad and uncle kind of walked away. And I walked up and I said, throw me the fucking ball. And she turned through and it was a beautiful spiral. And she looked at me and I said, cool, don't think, throw it right back. And she threw it at me again. It was almost a perfect spiral. And she looked at me again. She goes, how? I said, turn off your fucking thinker. You know, quit thinking about the mechanics of what it takes to do and just do. And I think that's a lot of self-living beliefs. Quit thinking about what it's going to do and just do the thing and watch the self-living beliefs start to melt away because you're not overthinking it anymore. So, all right. Action step for this episode 
is every time you get to a spot where you feel a limiting belief trigger, like, you know, you feel those statements come on, you feel that ceiling you bump up against, whatever causes that limiting belief to trigger, write it down, put it on a sheet of paper and then look at it. And then I want you to explore it and go, okay, what's the limiting belief behind that thing? And then what you know what that limiting belief is, I want you to go straight at it. Take the action, do the thing that is holding you back. Um, use uh, Kevin's example with a tech company. You know, if they land this, they'll have to hire all these people. Fuck it. Don't worry about what's going to cause on the back end. Go land the clients, grow the business and see what happens. Right. Go figure out specifically what the limiting belief is behind that fear, behind that non-action, and then go do that thing. So, as always, guys, if you got any tips, tricks, any value whatsoever out of this episode, please make sure you subscribe and ring the bell here on YouTube. If you're listening to podcast land on Spotify, Google, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple, whatever, make sure you're subscribed there. And please do us a favor and share this out with one friend who could see some value from this episode. As always, love you, mean it. See you. Bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.